Raising children with soft hearts will require you as a parent to have a backbone of steel. We're coming out of a generation where trophies were awarded for simply showing up and children who felt entitled to an A on their school papers simply because they took the test. Join me this week as I talk about how to raise children with soft, teachable hearts. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Well, being awarded trophies for sitting on the bench and getting A's without having to work for it is bad enough. I wonder if there isn't something bigger that's at stake. It's the hardening of our children's hearts. We are unknowingly raising children who don't know how to sincerely apologize for things they do wrong. And to top that off, our children shift the blame onto someone else for their wrongdoing. Doing the hard thing is a foreign concept these days. Buying them everything they want instead of them having to earn it has served to create a sense of entitlement. Worse yet, our worlds revolve around our children and their activities. So how do we as parents help to foster a soft, teachable heart in our children? I believe there are several very intentional things we can do to keep our kids on our team in this area. As we pray over our children to have soft, teachable hearts, we will also be stepping up our spiritual parenting in this area as we go over five principles we can foster in our children for a soft, teachable heart through our daily devotions this week. If you're not part of the Raising Kids on Your Knees prayer tribe, head over to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe. I will leave a link in the show notes so that you can go do that. Raising children who have a soft, teachable heart will go a long way in their becoming all God has created them to be. Being intentional in this area as a parent, as well as having a soft, teachable heart ourselves, is imperative. More is caught than taught as we disciple our own children, especially in this area. Because the Bible is truly our manual for raising our children, I've come up with five principles from the Bible that will help us as parents to foster soft teachable hearts in our children. The first one is from Matthew 5, verses 23 and 24. Here's what it says. So, if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your sacrifice to God. Before we can be right with our God, with our Father, we must be right with others. Raising our children to be humble enough to seek reconciliation with others is the first step in raising children with soft, teachable hearts toward God and other people. Asking for forgiveness as well as extending it goes a long way in creating a soft, teachable heart in our children. When our children wrong someone else, it is appropriate for them to go to the other person and say this, I'm sorry for whatever it was. Will you please forgive me? The right response when extending forgiveness is this, you're forgiven. 
This is different than the usual response that's taught, which is, it's all right. It's never all right for someone to wrong you or to wrong your child. Also, allowing your children to hold grudges against others and taking up offenses for them will do nothing more than foster a hard heart in your children and in us as well. Make sure you and your children are not holding grudges against other people. These will only serve to hurt you and your children in the end. As a culture, we've gotten this principle backwards. Matthew 7, 13 and 14 tell us this. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few ever find it. The stakes are so high when we find ourselves rescuing our children from having to do hard things. Matthew 7, 14 tells us that the gateway to life is very narrow and the road very difficult. Unless our children learn how to do hard things, walking the narrow road that leads to life will be the next to impossible thing for them to do. God would never insult you or your children by asking either of you to do something easy. When we rescue our children from the hard things in life, many times we are standing right in the way of something that God wants to do in their lives. We ultimately rob them of a blessing from God. Worse yet, we are keeping them from walking the narrow path that leads to life. Here's another one. Blame shifting. It's become the excuse of choice for not owning up to our own faults. Look at Matthew 7 verse 3. And why worry about the speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? Hypocrite! First get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Clearly, the Bible teaches that we must remove the log from our own eyes before being able to see the speck in someone else's. Shifting the blame to the speck in someone else's eye without acknowledging the log in your own is nothing more than a lack of humility. You are walking in pride and hypocrisy. When you refuse to remove the log from your own eye, you are also knocking others over with the logs in your own eyes. It's also preventing you from seeing others with compassion and putting their needs first. We have got to be parents who make a great effort to model this one for our kids. It's so easy for me to do everything and give my kids everything without their even having to ask for it. It's a mom thing, I think. Please tell me I'm not the only one who does this. Look at 2 Thessalonians 3.10 with me. Even while we were with you, we gave you this command. Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. I love giving my children good gifts, don't you? However, giving your children everything they want without them having to work for it teaches them that they are entitled to whatever they want at the expense of others. Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10 exhorted that if you didn't work, you didn't eat. Your children need to learn the same principle. A steady dependence on other people 
for what they want will lead to children who never learn to be independent of others and dependent on Christ. Your goal is to raise children who are ultimately dependent on Christ alone. I've fallen into this trap before. Look with me at Exodus chapter 20, verse 3. You must not have any God but me. Allowing our world to revolve around our children has become the norm today. We've become a society of child worshipers. When your children and all they do become the center of your attention, you have allowed them to become your idol. Exodus chapter 20 verse 4 is clear that you are not to have any idols. Idolizing your children sets them up on a pedestal that is sure to come crashing down, leaving collateral damage no one recovers from. It's a lot of pressure that no one needs to live under. God is the only one our lives should be revolving around. As you process these principles this week, my prayer for you is that you will begin to allow your children to walk in those hard places for them to become completely dependent on God. This is where they have a soft, teachable heart. It will make them become all that God created them to be. Thank you for listening this week. I am so appreciative of you. Let me pray for you this week. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you've given us the manual for raising our children. Lord, I pray that as we go about this week, we would be conscious of those areas where we are producing in our children a hardened heart and not a soft teachable heart. Lord, I pray for each one of the kids that are represented here, that Lord Jesus, you would create in them a soft, teachable heart, and that we would be parents that come alongside of them and help foster that. In Jesus' name, amen. As my friend Jamie Bailey at Expedition Marriage says, your marriage is your best parenting tool. We at Raising Kids on Your Knees couldn't agree more. So join us September 10th through 12th, 2021 at beautiful Lake Junaluska, North Carolina for the very first Rest, Refresh, Renew Marriage Retreat. Rod and I, Chris and Jamie Bailey, and Taylor and Betsy Pendergrass will all be there to give you the tools you need to make your marriage a legacy changer. You can get all the details at RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and click the Marriage button. We hope to see you there.